and welcome to another episode of When the Hammer Drops. I am your host, Leak. Happy Monday. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. Only a few more days, and then it's a holiday weekend for everybody. So I know I'm looking forward to that. I hope you are too. Uh, uh, most importantly, I'm looking forward to the warmer weather finally up in the north uh, Midwest, I should say. Because uh, it's been crazy weather. I, I don't remember the last time that I woke up towards the beginning of June and the temperature was, uh, I think it was like 40 degrees or 38 degrees this morning. And we, uh, I'm just north of Chicago, so that's that's kind of a shocker. Um, it's never usually that cold, but go figure, it is. <laughs> so, with that being said, we got some stuff to go over today. There's some, you know, you got the monkeypox that's coming around. You got the new Omicron variant that's coming around, and of course, what is our mainstream media doing? They are trying to instill fear into everybody. And it's working, um, which is very odd. So let's get started. Um, First and foremost, this morning, Joe Biden was asked uh, if um, what if we would send troops on the ground if China invaded Taiwan. And Joe Biden said, yes, this was on Fox. Um, So, I mean, you can go watch on Fox and. Shirts all over the news. And it was funny because not even moments later, the White House was trying to retract what the president said. Yeah, you heard that right. Retract what the president said about having boots on the ground if China did, in fact, invade Taiwan. So my question is, and I've always questioned, I've questioned this since Biden took office, and I know a lot of other people have as well. But who is really running the country if they're contradicting what the president is saying? Now, last I checked, the president is the commander-in-chief of the army and, you know, runs the shit and uh, runs the show. And you got your aides and all that stuff re- <laughs> scrambling to uh, basically change essentially what Biden said and, you know, smooth everything over. So that tells me right there, and that should tell you that Biden is not running the country. He is just a puppet. I've said this all along, and it's it's coming out. It's being proven. Now, unfortunately, it, here's the other thing that's happening. that, And the left is going to it, just wait, because... They're going to be so happy about this. Like, oh my God, we got, we were the ones that got the baby formula over here. We flew it on military aircraft from Germany. Thank you, Germany, by the way, for giving us a baby formula. But, you know, okay, so taxpayer dollars to fly it over here, which is fine. I'm okay with that. But here's where it's the kicker. So, according to ABC... Um, 78,000 pounds of infant formula arrived in the U.S. over the weekend. Okay, you know, you, you hear 78,000 pounds. Well, that's great. Now, let's do the math. Okay, so a two-pound can of formula makes about 90 fluid ounces of formula, right? The average daily use of a baby, form, a baby formula for newborns through six months is five ounces every four hours for 30 or 30 fluid ounces per day. 
Uh, so therefore, to feed 100,000 babies for a single day takes 3 million fluid ounces or 33,333 pounds of powdered formula. We got 78,000 pounds. So we're essentially, you can probably feed, I don't know, 9,000 babies for about a week, 10,000 babies for about a week. Let that sink in. That's Joe Biden's answer to helping our babies. 78,000 pounds, which even if you did it, 100K babies with this math, okay? You're looking at two days. Two days to feed 100,000 babies. And I know that there's more than 100,000 babies in the U.S. So my question is now, as far as this goes, is one, why aren't we taking the formula from the southern border? You know, and I don't mean to sound this way, but I guess I kind of have to. But I'm sorry, if you're an illegal immigrant, you're not our concern. <laughs> Close the fucking border down already. Stop inviting these these people over. That baby formula, and I know that they're bringing babies over here, but, you know, if I had to make a choice, America first. It's time to make America, Americans number one and immigrants number two, which is how it should be right now. You know, we have babies, and this is what's messed up. We send $40 billion to Ukraine. Okay, while we have a baby formula shortage, we and then again we send forty billion dollars to Ukraine when the national gas average for gasoline the national average is four. Was it like almost like four thirty-seven or four fifty-four a gallon for eighty-seven octane? That's not diesel. But yet we still send forty billion dollars to Ukraine when we have things here at home: military vets that are homeless, uh, military vets that are going through mental, you know, mental issues that need help. But yet we still send $40 billion to Ukraine. I want you to let that sink in. $40 billion to a country that doesn't really concern us. You know, because when the president was asked if we put troops on the ground, if Russia attacked Ukraine, he said no. But if China attacks Taiwan, he says yes. Doesn't make much sense to me, folks. But <laughs> nothing seems to. Whatever Joe Biden touches turns to absolute shit. Okay? Uh, you got to see it like that. I, I don't know how else to say this. I hope I, hope I have Biden supporters listening to this episode because i just want to say one thing to you i hope you enjoy the show your demented 
old man running this country is single-handedly running this country into the ground and killing us, killing the country. Bravo for voting for him because you hated mean tweets and the orange man. Oh my God. Grow the fuck up. So you elect somebody that is basically wants to take away everything from you. Again, let's let me retouch this real quick one more time. One more time. We sent 40 fucking billion dollars to Ukraine, okay? When we have food shortages here in America. Crops aren't being planted. We can't get fertilizer. What do you think's going to fucking happen come this winter? Or you just you, you want to put your head in the sand that much more because you don't want to believe what's going on because oh my god it's a fucking conspiracy. Really? It's a conspiracy. <laughs> Do the research. Look up all the food processing plants that have gone up in flames and on fire and all that stuff. Go on the web, you know, go on the web and look up the 5 million chickens that the the owner of the Timberwolves killed because one had the bird flu. And mind you, they tested it with the PCR test that, oh, shocker, doesn't fucking work. But yet he's going to kill 5 million chickens, inhumanely, I might add, cooked them alive because one had the bird flu. Okay, makes sense, right? But you want to sit there and support Ukraine and, yeah, we should send $40 billion to Ukraine. You guys are fucking mental if you think that's right. Now, let's get back into the gas right here. So, J.P. Morgan Chase, um, some analysts have said that you can expect gas to go up another 30%. So, for let me break, the, let me just explain this to you. For 87 octane, you're looking at about $6.20 to $6.30, possibly, by August. Now, see, which is fine, because you see, when you go by the gas station, you see one that says, you know, you see, you see the red, you see the green, right? The red one's for regular gas, and I know most people that don't drive diesels don't pay attention to the one that's green. Well, that one that's green is diesel. Our country... Everything we do runs on diesel. Diesel gas prices, if you if it goes up 30%, diesel I think is well over almost 6 bucks a gallon right now where I'm at. So if you add another 30% to that, you're going to be 8 9 bucks a, a gallon for diesel. How the how do you think that's not going to um affect you when you go to the store? Okay? Because here's a little lesson for you. When truck drivers take loads, what's calculated in them bidding on that load is gas. Now, if they're $9 a gallon, now that load's going to cost them a lot more to get from point A to point B, which in turn is going to, you're going to feel it when you go to the store because now the store is going to jack the prices up. (laughs) And eventually what's going to happen is it's going to, gas is going to cost way too much for people to get to work. To do anything. It's basically going to shut down the economy. It's going to shut everything down. Just in time for midterms. Wow. I mean, come on, folks. You honestly 
think everything right now is happening just because, oh, you know, it's just happening. You know, there's no coincidence whatsoever. Wake up. Okay. Once gas... (laughs) Hold on. Before I say that, out on the West Coast right now, they're preparing for double-digit gas prices. And I said this in my last episode. They have already started reprogramming to accept $10 a gallon for gas. Now, imagine right now gas say it's five bucks or it's 468 here where i can get the cheapest you can get gas is 468 everybody else is gouging it all these other big stations so so figure 468 now you look at the diesel price it's almost six bucks so you figure it's a dollar 50 swing so if we're at 630 a gallon you can count on it's going to be about eight bucks a gallon for diesel <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Your your firefighters, uh, the, those rigs run on diesel. EM, EMS runs on diesel. You see where I'm going with this? This is Biden's attack on fossil fuels. This is what they want. But again, so many of you and are, there's so many people out there that have their heads so far in the sand and their ass so far up in the sky that they have no idea what the fuck's going on. It's like they don't even care. Well, you're going to care here really soon when the shit really hits the fan. But, you know, that's for another time. I think I spent a little too much time on this, but I hope that explains everything. And for those of you that think it's the gas, you know, oil companies and all that stuff. Oil companies only make like three cents um, a gallon where the federal government makes like 43 cents a gallon, something like that. So stop blaming the oil companies. Yeah. They, you know, they might have a little bit higher. They might have some margins or whatever, but you just got to look at the government and how much they're taking. And that goes for taxes and all that good stuff, which, Oh, Brings me to one thing, and I know I said I was going to get off gas, but when you have a governor who, like I do, like we do, Pritzkert, that fat piece of shit. So his idea is, well, let's, you know, let's put the gas tax on hold that's supposed to go in effect in July. It's two cents. Wow, thanks. How about that 18 cents that you got us on in 2019? How about that? How about taking that away, too? And what about the people in Chicago that not only have to deal with, you know, federal tax, state tax, but then you got the county tax and then you got the city tax. But you don't see the Democrats don't want to give any of that up. They just it's not in their it's not what they want to do. <laughs> but Pritzker sure as hell wants to put a put that in his read campaign ads that he's saving the Illinoisans to, you know, that tax on gas a whole whopping two cents don't believe the bullshit folks especially if you live in illinois don't vote for that fat piece of shit he can care less about this this state and and that's that he's lying to you and whatever you do don't vote for fucking irving that guy is such a rhino it's not even funny
And if it came down to him and Pritzker, I'm going to tell you right now, Pritzker's going to win because that's what they want to do. They want to put Irving in so Pritzker wins. If anybody else goes up against Pritzker, they're going to win. Whether it's Bailey or Ravine, one of those two are going to win. And that's that. If As long as people wise up and wake the fuck up. But, anywho, let's get off the gas saying... Let's move on to, hmm, let's move on to the monkeypox. Good old monkeypox. So, all right. So, I'm going to read you guys something here. So, and this is from uh, CNBC, which is, you know, highly, highly left. (laughs) So, all right. So, basically, this is what they're saying. How do you catch monkeypox? Well, monkeypox spreads when someone comes into close contact or with another person, animal, or material infected with the virus. The virus can enter the body through broken skin, respiratory tract, or through the eyes, nose, and mouth. Um, human, human transmission is mostly common. Occur, it occurs through respiratory droplets. Um, it's monkeypox is not generally considered a sexual transmitted disease, Though it can be passed on during sex, which they are actually reporting that over in Europe that the outbreak over there started with a whole bunch of people having sex at a party. Go figure. <laughs> so, uh, the symptoms of it, initial symptoms of monkeypox include fever, headaches, muscle aches, swelling, and back pain. So, kind of like flu-like symptoms. Um, patients typically develop a rash one to three, day, one to three days after the appearance of fever often beginning on the face and spreading to other parts of their body, such as palms and hands, soles and feet. Uh, the rash can cause several severe itching, kind of like chicken pox, then goes through several stages before lesions scab and fall off. The infection usually lasts two to four weeks. Okay, not too bad. Here's one. What is the treatment for monkeypox? There is no proven safe treatments for monkeypox though most cases are very mild. Hmm. (laughs) But you got President Biden saying that we should be, in the CDC, saying we should be really concerned about monkeypox. Well, if if it's very, if it's mild, then okay. Let's see where this goes, right? Uh, So, people suspected of having it should be isolated, isolated in negative pressure room, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Well, look at this. People who have gotten the smallpox vaccine have, however, proven largely effective in preventing the spread of the virus. Huh. Well, that wasn't, isn't that one of the things that when you're a baby in the United States is you get vaccinated for smallpox? (gasps) Heaven forbid. So maybe not the millennials or the newer generation. Maybe they're not getting vaccinated with smallpox. But I know everybody in my who I grew up with got vaccinated for smallpox. So again, doesn't sound too bad. Why should you really have to worry about it, especially if you had the smallpox vaccine? So, uh, but. Countries, including the UK and Spain, are now offering the vaccine, the smallpox vaccine, to those who have been exposed to infectious infections to help reduce symptoms and limit the spread. Okay, so now how dangerous is it? 
well, let's walk into this. Monkeypox cases occasionally, occasionally, can occasionally be more severe with some deaths having been reported in West Africa. However, health authorities stress that we are not, again, we are not on the brink of a serious outbreak and risk to the general public. And that to the general public very is very low right now, remains very low. While investigations remain ongoing to determine the source of infection, it is important to emphasize it does not spread easily between people. Again, it does not spread easily between people and requires close personal contact with an infected systematic person. So, why should we have to really worry about about this if it sounds like it's like 1% or less of people die, kind of like COVID, and then if you've had the smallpox vaccine, you should be fine. And unless you're basically humping somebody that has it, you shouldn't be catching it. Or if you're in close contact with somebody. Hmm. Sounds to me like it's something that I that, that they're going to try to strike fear up with, and you shouldn't buy into it. Just my recommendation. I would highly say that uh, they can go fuck themselves on this one too, because it's they're just trying to create fear. Now that's CNBC. What does CBS Chicago say? And this is where we're going to get into the new Omicron variant that's coming out. Uh so. So it's okay. Monkeypox is really identified outside of Africa, but as of Friday, there were 80 confirmed cases worldwide, including at least two in the United States and another 50 suspected ones. The first case was confirmed in Massachusetts last week. Authorities in New York were investigating another presumed infection. There have not been any infections reported in Illinois, although the disease belong, belongs to the same virus family as smallpox. Its symptoms are milder. People usually recover within two to four weeks needing, without needing to be hospitalized, but the disease occasional, occasionally is deadly. So uh, whoever this Joshi uh, said monkeypox involves flu-like symptoms, so maybe fever, body aches, perhaps some upper respiratory stuff, and there's a rash. Should people be concerned about it? President Joe Biden said that cases in Europe and the U.S. are something to be concerned about, but this doctor says, emphasized, I think the risk to the public from monkeypox is very low. So he predicts the outbreak will be contained if there is one. Because obviously, unless you're touching somebody, it's kind of hard to get the monkeypox. Uh, so. Okay, so he also goes on and says, you don't see these big, big outbreaks of hundreds of, or thousands of cases. But harder to contain, of course, is the ever-changing coronavirus pandemic. Now we are dealing with the new subvariant Omicron of the Omicron variant that seems more infectious. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop right here real quick. So we have a subvariant of Omicron. Now, if you've been following COVID, you know that each variant is lesser and lesser and lesser. So you mean to tell me that the subvariant of Omicron, which is basically like a cold, we need to be worried about? 
But and he goes on to say that he advised everybody to get vaccinated and boosted. But there's no known vaccine that works against Omicron. So why would you put some bullshit jab in you if it's not going to work towards the one that's out? Again, folks, if you can't see between the lines and see what's actually going on, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. <laughs> because this is all bullshit. So you mean to tell me that now, and this is all, I want you to look at when this is all happening. Your monkey pox is coming around. Now, monkey pox, they, what, a couple of years ago, it's, they've been doing studies on, CDC has been studying it for a couple of years here in the U.S. And then our good old friends at the Wuhan, oh, just a couple months prior to the outbreak, were uh, studying cases of monkeypox and you know the good old PCR testing so again look between the lines don't fall for the BS okay and that's all this is right now this is what they want to distract you from what's actually going on and them completely tanking basically tanking America and that's all they want to do. So, I mean, honestly, if, you know, I don't know what to say anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm presenting evidence and like others are doing the same thing, but people just still want to have their head buried in the sand, which completely blows my mind. I don't get it. They're the left can, you know, how can you not see it? I'm going to paint the picture as easily as I can right now. You have midterms coming with what the Democrats have done and are doing to our country. They know they are going to lose control of the house. They're going to lose control of the Senate and they are doing everything and anything they can by bringing on a new pandemic and continuing a pandemic that isn't there anymore. They're striking fear because they want the mail-in vote. They want us to vote from home and mail it in. It's the only way they're going to win. I don't, I don't know how else to put this. Because isn't it weird? Gas prices are... You have inflation soaring. Gas prices are soaring. We're about to have a huge food crisis. And the, all of this that's happening is going to try and make us more dependent on the government, which is what the Democrats want. And then you have the monkey virus or monkey pox. And then you got the new COVID 2.0 coming. And all this just in time for midterms where the Republicans have already said that they want to impeach Biden. Majority of Republicans want to impeach Biden and they've said it. They're on record saying it. And then you have the Dems doing this and then leaking the 
the Supreme Court draft of Roe versus Wade to get more and more people, you know, because I, more and more, I should say more and more people to riot, to protest, to intimidate the justices. So we already know that they're not going to intimidate the justices. So where's it going to go from there? It's going to turn into your peaceful protests that turn violent. I mean, come on. It's 2020 all over again. They're using the same handbook that they used in 2020. They're using the same handbook that they used in 2016 in Ukraine, or is it 2014 in Ukraine, where they overthrew the president there at the time by chaos. I think with that, I'm going to leave it at that today, folks. I (laughs) I hope it made some sense to you, and I really hope that it's opening your eyes a little bit more of what's going on. Um, But definitely, if you can, do me a solid. Share this episode. Give me a, you know, five-star on whatever platform that you're listening to. Give me a review. And definitely subscribe to the podcast. Everything helps me out. Um, Just by when I say helps me out, it's not monetarily because I'm not getting no money for this. But it gets me up in the rankings. So more listeners to get more of this out to people. So whatever you can do to help, that'd be great. Definitely check us out on Facebook at Layax When the Hammer Drops. Go like the page. And we'll see you next time.